Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Kevin Fishbane. I got Fishy Business, K. Fishbane. Fishy Business? Fishy Business, what I call him whenever I have him on the show. Fishy Business. Bears beat writer for The Athletic. I just try to work hard and tell good stories. I should also note, I know the sports caster of the year for Illinois is no longer covering Illinois team, and I am not leaving to cover the Detroit Lions. All right, well, good. Kevin Fishbane talking Bears. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. I love your name. It's a great name. Yeah, great name. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Let's talk some football with Kevin Fishbane, who joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Sports Illinois. He's on Twitter at KFishbane, Bears beat writer for The Athletic, and I think he was voted greatest sports writer in the history of the world. And he's with us on twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. We are here, sir, to debrief you. You are going to give us your thoughts on the Senior Bowl. What did you see? Well, Dan, I did not see Caleb Williams there. So that wasn't as fun. How how long has he hated Chicago? Um, since probably since he was born, <laughs> I imagine. Um, you know, it's it's funny. This is the second year in a row that the Bears were the story of Senior Bowl week, even though the guy they're going to pick number one or number two, three, four, five, it, it wasn't there. Um, you know, in terms of the guys on the field. I thought the you know the wide receivers were a group that that seemed to stand out. Defensive tackles, uh, offensive tackles were probably the three um, best positions. I was watching the centers a little bit because we know the Bears need a center. Um, but these are guys who you know probably a few first rounders certainly. But you're talking mainly day two, day three guys in terms of the guys on the field. And then obviously, as you both know, a lot of the action takes place you know late at night in in, in downtown Mobile where you're trying you're, you're running into agents and scouts and personnel people and coaches and trying to just, you know, learn what everybody thinks about the bears and what's going on in the league right now. So it was, uh, yeah, again, it's just interesting to, for the bears to be the center of attention again, they got a brief um, reprieve, I guess, from that, because I think it was Wednesday that our, at the athletic, we had a big story about the jets and everything went wrong with the jets last year. So that kind of took over conversation Wednesday, but yeah, you, you just walk around and everyone's like, you ready for another crazy offseason? And that's what we're here to do. Okay, so I'm curious, as comfortable as you are to share, what were people saying about the Bears? Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's really interesting to me because, you know, I, I would, we'd start, you know, you, you see somebody, you start talking and I'd always kind of ask the question, like, well, what do you think, what do you think they, they're they going to do? What do you think they should do? And nobody knows, you know, nobody was telling me, oh, I've talked to people in the building and they've told me this, you know, because I think the Bears are understandably going to be quiet about their plans 
And I do believe that they are going to be very diligent about this. And they're going to take this all the way until they come to the decision. And they're going to use the combine and use all those interviews. But almost everyone I talked to said, putting a GM hat on, it's an easy decision. It's Caleb. And, you know, this is, these are people who are not in the building. These are people who are not, who don't work for the Bears. These are people who are not necessarily in Chicago and have seen, been at Soldier Field to see some of the crazy, amazing things Justin Fields does or to see and hear some of the things his teammates say about him. So I always kind of use that caveat. Um, but like they just kind of look at it from a very, I, I guess, basic point of view as you have a number one pick. This guy's incredibly talented. The guy you have has not taken the steps that you were hoping for. Why wouldn't you take him? That's essentially what Brad Biggs says. Every time he's given an opportunity in a mailbag or elsewhere to answer a question, he just says that the quarterbacking hasn't been good enough. They have a responsibility to try to get the quarterback right, and this is their chance. And they're yeah, taking and, Caleb Williams. Right. And, and like, it, it could certainly be somebody else, right? Like, I always, I'm, I'm just going to do my best to always keep the door open. Um, but, you know, these these are also people who have watched college football, who have studied prospects, who have scouted prospects, and, and they believe in, in Caleb Williams' abilities. They believe he's going to be the number one pick. Whether or not that's the Bears holding number one pick, we'll, we'll find out. But, yeah, it just it's, you know, somebody said to me, uh, he goes, when you're like, they have the Bears have to get this right, whoever they pick. You know, Ryan Poles has to get this right because this is such an a wild opportunity whether you your decision is i'm keeping fields and i'm creating this great opportunity to add two premium players to the roster for him or i'm going to take a quarterback number one it's like you have to get it right and if you look at it from that point of view this person was telling me it's hard to not see the benefit of drafting a quarterback and, and, and you just extend that clock a little bit and you give yourself some more time to build this thing okay so when it comes to what's happening at the senior bowl because of the way that this this seems to be a top heavy draft with quarterbacks and so none of those guys are really there the ones that you expect to go in the top 10 there are a couple of other quarterbacks that might be later in the first round or into the second round Bo Nix Michael Penix Jr. when they're down there what what are they trying to accomplish yeah it's it's an interesting thing for those two guys because I mean tons of college tape right and, and and when and you guys have talked to gms and scouts you know they they do want to prioritize college tape like that always comes first and this is just another piece of the puzzle and it was great for the senior bowl to have those guys down there i thought Penix looked pretty good probably the, one of the best throws i saw all week on a deep ball to end practice um i didn't like bonix didn't really stand out to me that much and like i and the thing for, for the Senior Bowl is I actually am fortunate enough to have some comparisons. Like, I was at the Russell Wilson Senior Bowl. I was at the Colin Kaepernick Senior Bowl. Like, those were two guys, and Kirk Cousins, too. Uh, Jimmy Grappolo. All right, those four. Those were guys who you came away from Mobile being like, oh, my goodness, did those guys improve their draft stock. Those guys were really impressive there. And we obviously saw what all of them have done in their career. Um Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. You didn't come away from Mobile having that thought about any of the guys there. Tulane's Michael Pratt was probably the one who maybe didn't know a whole lot about him, and he looked pretty good throughout the week. I'm not sure where he is draft-wise. Obviously, he's not one of the first-round guys, but maybe he's the one player that people were saying, oh, he's somebody that upped his stock. But with Penix and Knicks, you didn't come out of there thinking that they're suddenly putting themselves in the conversation with 
kind of the big three uh, or even maybe up in the, the top half of the first round. Hmm. When it comes to the the offensive line play, like you said, the Bears are looking for a center, which means that people that are reporting on the Bears are looking at centers. Does Do you think that it's more likely that they will go the free agency route with that? Is there a draft prospect that you could see middle round them doing something with, or is it a combination of both? Yeah, it's a great question, Lawrence, because I think from like a roster building perspective, you'd like to see them go ahead and draft a, a center and, on day two um, and, and, and hope that he's good enough. You plug him in and, and look at what that starting offensive line can be. But you could also make the argument you can do, you know, the Eagles did this a couple of years ago when Jason Kelsey stuck around and they were able, they still drafted a center. I mean, you can bring in a veteran for one year. And if when your rookie center is ready, you, you plug them in. The Bears are in a weird spot right now, and this is not just center. This is going to be for the, the whole draft, but I use center because no, you're not taking a center at nine, and the center you take at whatever that pick is, 73, you know, you might not feel great about. The top two or three centers are probably going to go in between that range, and I think it's a good reminder that I'm just very curious to see how Ryan Poles maneuvers. Is there somebody that he really is going to want at the back of the first or early in the second that he's going to have to move up for? Does he move back from whether it's one or nine? And some of that draft capital allows him to be in that range. Cause you guys have probably seen Jackson powers. Johnson's the center. We talk about a lot. The guy from Oregon who had a really good week down here. Um, and, you know, again, I don't know if he's in play for the bears. He's bigger than the bears kind of prototype, um, but the guy can still move is incredibly strong. And obviously was a great player in college. Um, but you know he's going in that range, and so and I believe the other the other top center wasn't there from Duke. Graham Barton saw Zach Frazier down there from West Virginia. Well, he um, wasn't there because Barton yeah. played tackle in college. Daniel well, Jeremiah gave us that name last week, and he, he's going to have a lot of work to do to immediately transition to NFL quality center, right? Yeah, Dan. That's the other thing too is a lot of the guys that you you talk about. Like I was talking to Dominic Puny from Kansas. And he did some center work in spring ball, but he played tackle in college, but he's just not tackle size. So you also have that projection with some of these players as they were really maybe, you know, I think there was a, there was a guy down at the Shrine game who played a lot of center from South Dakota State, Mason McCormick, who it seems like from the folks who were down there, he had a good week at center, but he was a tackle. So you think about some of these guys that are making those transitions. That's going to be something that these, these teams are all going to have to factor in. And again, if you want the best center, it's going to be kind of probably late first, early seconds, usually when we see the best centers get drafted. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I hadn't really talked to you about this from the Bears' perspective, Fish. What did they say about the the center position, if anything at all? Or is this one of those things where you're talking to people when they're not in front of microphones about how they have to improve that position? Yeah, Lawrence, they haven't said anything about it. I think a lot of us are just kind of doing a little connecting dots. And look, Lucas Patrick's a free agent. Um, Cody Whitehair, I think we we, we know what, what's going on there. He's not going to be back. Um, and that's that's it. Right. I mean, I, I don't think you're start. I don't think you're going into next year with Doug Kramer as your starting center. So it just seems like they have it seems like they have an opportunity to use a pretty premium resource on the position. And suddenly you feel you could feel really, really good about that front five, assuming you're feeling good about the other four guys. You obviously feel great about Darnell Wright. You're feeling pretty good about Tevin Jenkins when he's healthy. Uh, we'll, we'll find out how they feel about Braxton Jones. If there's one of those left tackles on the board in the top 10, um, and then Nate Davis that, you know, we didn't see probably what Nate Davis is capable of. I don't know what, what they're looking at there, but man, if, if you can add a, a, a star center, whether it's frames to the draft, just think about what that group can look like. Is there any position you think the bears may show interest that has, it's outside of our recent discussion? How or, or to rephrase the, the question, how good would someone have to be at a position beyond an immediate need to draw their attention? Yeah, Dan, that's a good question because you know we'll we'll be talking about centers, edge rushers, and wide receivers. Those are kind of the three that are in my mind. As you know, especially with edge rusher and receiver, you're talking about premium positions where you're gonna be, you're, you're going to add a guy who's going to be your number two at a really important spot. Outside of those, you know, the Eddie Jackson decision that's that's coming up, like that could create safety as that spot. Um, I mean, I don't think you're going, you're using a high pick on corner or linebacker. All right, here's here's the interesting one, right? How about Brock Bowers? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's kind of the that's like a wild card because. You think about Shane Waldron, you think about the way that they use tight ends in Seattle and Los Angeles, and you think about what Cole Komet's accomplished over the last two years. What does that offense look like with Cole Komet and Brock Bowers? I think that's kind of, you know, if you're thinking about somebody who's that good and is there for you at nine, if you're staying at nine, and that's not a premium position, it's not a position of need. I mean, you do need to add a tight end, I think, about pass catching tight end. But what do you do there? It's, it it kind of reminds me a little bit of a couple of years ago when B. John Robinson was potentially in play. And I remember thinking, like, not that I'm a believer in using massive resources on running backs, but it was hard to deny his abilities. And, like, if he was there for the Bears, like, would they have taken him? I don't know. So I think And, you, and you saw how that. Jameer Gibbs changed things up for, for Detroit this year, being, what was he, number 12 pick overall? And that was a shocker. Right, Lawrence, and I think that too. I wonder if how teams are using the Lions rubric with that stuff, right? Because they took 
you know, running back early. We saw what Laporta did for them. You know, Campbell was a productive player, you know, an off-ball linebacker that they took. And a lot of people that night were like, what are the Lions doing? And then we saw what the Lions created. They drafted just really good college football players. Now, the Bears, you know, on the other side of the coin, kind of drafted really good athletes um, and guys who they believe will be really good football players. Had shown flashes enough, you know. And and for a lot of those guys from last year's class, it turned out that way. Like, the, you know, Darnell Wright's turned out to be a really good player. Tyreek Stevenson. Exactly. Tyreek Stevenson, Jervon Dexter. You know, it was almost like Ryan Poles drafted a basketball team last year in the, with the, a lot of those first few picks. Um, how do teams maybe look at what the Lions did? And, how, and I think Brock Bowers is that guy, right? It was just an incredible college player. How do you factor in what that position means in the NFL and, and how high you would take somebody like him? What are your thoughts on the way the Bears have filled out the coaching staff at this point? Yeah, I think the, the Thomas Brown addition is really fascinating to me. I mean, here's somebody that was worthy of head coaching interviews last year, worthy to get an offensive corner interview from this team this year, um, and is coming out as a pass game coordinator. Like, I just, I think you have to like that. You know, I'm talking to a couple people in Mobile, like that was the name that came up. I was like, oh, yeah, that was nice that they – they added Thomas Brown to the, to that group. So I kind of like that. It's kind of, you know, somebody texted, somebody in the league texted me like, oh, there's just, it's the Seattle Seahawks, you know, that like, it's just a redux of what the Seahawks were. And I mean, it's not like the Seahawks were some like firepower offense, but like there were some good things that they did. And and I kind of like the idea of just have Shane Waldron have this staff. You know, we t- I talked about this with my colleague Adam Johns yesterday. You guys remember when Matt Nagy came here and it was just, you know, Mark Helfrich, I've never met him before, and I'm going to bribe this tight ends coach who I've never worked with before, and this wide receivers coach who I kind of knew briefly from this, from, you know, the arena league, um, and, and bringing all these guys together. And here's an offensive line coach everybody says great things about, but I've never worked with him before. So, you know, I kind of like that Shane Waldron's getting guys that he knows he's comfortable with. Now, these guys are available, too. It's a lot of cooks, too. It is. You know, it brings you back, was it, um, I remember the year... Going back to Matt Nagy, you had Nagy, Helfrich, Dave Vergone. Dave Filippo. Yeah, so you had a lot of different guys in there. But, look, everything's about the quarterback. I mean, you need you need as many, you know, smart guys in there in that room who are going to help try to make this the best thing possible. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm okay with that, right? You know, when, when we talk – how about this, Dan? When we talk in week seven and, like, the offense is herky-jerky – as we've seen so often in Chicago, we can go back and be like, oh, maybe there's you know a couple too many coaches in there. But you know what what happened the last two years didn't work. So I, I kind of like the idea of let's bring in a couple other smart people who know this scheme, know what Shane Waldron wants to do, and help him implement it. With us surviving the week in between the championship games and the Super Bowl, I'd love to know from you what's interesting that. Not that we'll find out a ton during this next week, but what interests you as we head into the week leading up to the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's a great question, Lawrence. I mean, I'm fascinated by the way this Chiefs team has been built. And again, going back to what I was talking about earlier with the Lions, like what are other teams around the league going to try to take? You know, here's the team that has the the best quarterback in football you know, who's going to be the best, possibly the best quarterback of his generation. Um, and they are defense oriented and they have to be if they're going to win this game against a really, you know, well-oiled offense. And, and I just wonder how how other teams are going to see that 
and, and see what Kansas City has built up on that side of the ball so that Mahomes doesn't have to be Superman. But guess what? If you need him to be Superman, he still can be Superman. So that, that to me, that storyline, what, what Steve Spagnuolo has done, what some of those players, you know, outside of Chris Jones, you know, guys that maybe now people don't know, I'm just really interested about that matchup and, and, and seeing it. And then from a Bears perspective, you know, I'm always like, what can the Bears take from these teams that have made it to the mountaintop? Like, you know, whether it's a Patrick Get the Mahomes, quarterback right. Well, right. Yeah, it's a, if it's a Patrick Mahomes-Caleb Williams comparison, if that's what you think it is, if it's what Brock Purdy's been able to do, and, and you think about how accurate he's been and the, the way he's delivered the football and works in that scheme, finding somebody like that. Yeah, I think that, that that you look at those things, you look at the two coaches who are obviously really good coaches, and you can learn from it. Fish, we appreciate the time. Welcome back from Mobile, sir. All right, thank you guys. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.